0: Home Sweet Home has been a long-standing popular American phrase. Originally written as a song, you'll find these words on anything from coffee mugs to rustic wall art and even welcome mats. Unfortunately, though, home can oftentimes be more sour than sweet. Instead of a place of harmony, it's a place of hostility. Instead of a place of rest, it's a place of restlessness. For something originally designed as one of our greatest blessings— Why is it that home instead can become our greatest battlefields? Today on Bloom, we're going to discuss how our homes can be a place of extraordinary security and peace because of Christ. I'm your host, Jen Robinson, for November 5th, 2021. Welcome to Bloom. This is a podcast designed to inspire, encourage, and grow women in their relationship with each other and the Lord. If you're joining us for the first time, Bloom drops a new podcast on the first Friday of the month, so we would love for you to tune in. And if you've been tuning in and this podcast has been encouraging to you in any way, please subscribe and share so we can continue to grow together. So yesterday we had our third session of Real Women of Grace. If you missed it, you can watch it on our webpage. it's gracecma.org/ministries/women. The panel discussed navigating challenging family relationships. And we discovered that challenging family relationships are challenging to navigate. But we centered on a passage found in Romans 12:18 that says, "If at all possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone." Now, preparing for this conversation for the past month and thinking about the concept of peace, I began to think about peace in our homes. and What does that mean? What does that look like? Now, when you think about your home, how would you describe it? Now, most of us might start by talking about the style of our home, modern, contemporary, traditional farmhouse. Is it a one level? Is it a colonial? Is it a townhouse? You might talk about the number of bedrooms, bathrooms, or square footage it has. Now, if someone else were to describe your home, what words do you think would come to mind for them? Sure, they might say things like organized or cozy. But what about peaceful? Would others say your home is peaceful? Would you even say that your home is peaceful? If you have littles at home, your living room is a Lego war zone, and your toddler has a tendency to flush surprise objects down the toilet, you might think your home will never classify as peaceful. Maybe you have a defiant teenager, or there's conflict with your spouse, or maybe you have this chronic habit of dragging the stress from work into your home life, and it's stifling the peace of yourself or others. There are countless opportunities in life to disturb our peace. Whether it's work or relationships, home ends up being a place where we unload our broken baggage from the day, and it takes a heavy toll on ourselves and our families. What was meant to be a storm shelter becomes the storm center. In more cases than we're willing to admit, our home tends to breed discord and strife instead of unity and healing. I love this passage in Isaiah 32 18 it says my people will live in peaceful dwelling places in secure homes in undisturbed places of rest from the beginning God intended his people to live in these very dwelling places if we look back we can see in the book of Genesis that we were made for a perfect home Adam and Eve enjoyed the perfect abundance of Eden. They experienced perfect relationship with each other and with God. They didn't fear any beast, famine, or enemy invasion. God had set whom he created in his image to dwell in a secure and prosperous home. Eden was where Adam and Eve dwelled with God. They dwelled with God. Can you just imagine Sipping your morning coffee as you're walking through the Garden of Eden with God. Not knowing what it means to lack in anything. And only knowing perfect peace and harmony. Not knowing what it's like to have an argument with your spouse. Or for your your kids to be misbehaving and being disobedient and not listening to you. Or for just the plans in your day to fall apart. Home was meant to be so much more than the physical structure of what we know today with cement blocks and walls and a roof. It's where we were created to dwell with our maker. But when sin entered God's good plan, Adam and Eve were casted out of their perfect home and perfect relationships. And every day since, our world, including our homes, have been marked by brokenness and imperfection. As long as we walk this earth, we will never experience that original design of the perfect home. I recently began tackling some painting projects around the house, and I did tons of research on calm, soothing color schemes. I wanted to use colors that are modern, but rich and inviting. I was drawn by a lot of beautiful shades of greens, You know, not these 90s, forest greens, the ones that also come complete with those little borders around the top of the wall, but the hues of pretty sages and saturated darker greens. And in my search, I came across an article that was titled, Color Schemes That Create the Perfect Peaceful Home. I don't know what it is about green that feels peaceful, maybe because it's a nod to the original perfect peaceful home of Eden, Pinterest will try to tell you that a peaceful home can be achieved with simple modifications like clearing clutter, using soft lighting, and finding just the right shade of tranquil green. In truth, real peace in our homes can only be found when we invite Jesus to dwell with us. Aromatherapy is nice, but the aroma of Christ is far better. Max Lucado once said, God wants to be your dwelling place. He has no interest in being a weekend getaway of a Sunday bungalow or a summer cottage. Don't consider using God as a vacation cabin or an eventual retirement home. He wants to be the one in whom we live and move and have our being. You might be thinking, well, Jen, that sounds great and all, but how does this fix my issues with anxiety? How does knowing this bring restoration to my broken marriage? Or how does this change my teenager's rebellious attitude? Because maybe these are very things that are disrupting the peace of your home right now. Now, I will tell you, there are not enough self-help books and how-to blogs published to undo the consequences of sin in our world. We need the Prince of Peace to reign supreme in our lives if we hope for our homes to be a place of peace. In the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, Jesus tells the story of the wise and foolish builders. I'm going to read from the book of Matthew chapter 7 and I'm going to begin reading in verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. It's not directly said, but I don't think Jesus was referring to building materials here. Jesus was telling them that they are to build their lives on the firm foundation of truth, which is Jesus himself. If we choose to build upon anything less, our home will not hold under the pressure of life storms. If we want the peace of God to reign in our homes, we need to be steeped in the truth of the word. There's nothing necessarily wrong with wanting to read about decluttering or creating inviting spaces in your home. But these quick tips and tricks don't bring about the deep peace that can only come from God. In order to have that true peace, we also need to take a long look at our prayer life. The physical walls of our home may be a barrier for the severe weather outside, but it fails to keep out the spiritual storms from entering our home. I spoke with a woman the other day who told me that her and her husband have been growing apart to the point that their marriage was now beginning to fall apart. She explained how her and her husband are just constantly fighting and that there is no peace in their home. Now, the enemy doesn't want our homes to be peaceful. He wants our homes to be war zones Scripture tells us that Satan is always on mission to kill, steal, and destroy. And often he likes to do his dirtiest work right under our roof with the people that we are closest to. James 5.16 is a famous verse about prayer. It says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. But how do we determine whether we're righteous or not? What makes this verse such a profoundly powerful verse on prayer is because it specifically uses the word righteous. If you are in Christ and he dwells in you, you have been made righteous by him. So what James is saying here is that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective because of Christ. Spiritual battles require spiritual weapons. We want to rise as prayer warriors over our homes, praying to God so that his power and peace will triumph over the tactics of the enemy. The power of God's sustaining and perfect peace can quiet the noise in our homes and in our relationships, but it begins when we invite him to live in us. When he dwells in us, he can operate through us. He can soften hardened hearts in your home to hearts of flesh. He can restore brokenness and remove fear and doubt. Our home is more than just the physical structure. It's about Christ dwelling with us. May his peace rule in our hearts and in our homes. I am so thankful that you have tuned into Bloom today. If you're wondering what's happening in women's ministry at Grace, please check out our webpage. It's gracecma.org slash ministries women. Or you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. We have so many opportunities for you to grow and flourish in your relationship with each other and God. So I would really encourage you to check it out. Next month, we're going to be continuing with part two of this series, Home Sweet Home, and discussing biblical hospitality. How our homes are a place of service. Thank you for being a part of our Bloom community. Keep growing and God bless.